Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Standing, waiting for the go sign from Butker. Townsend looks back at Butker as well. Chiefs trying to get three out of this drive. Butker's kick is up, and it's good, and the Chiefs are on the board. Mm. To live in Kansas City. Uh, Bob Fesco from Fesco in the Morning on 610 Sports joining us on the KMZ Hotline. Bob, wow. Well, I I was just going to say that highlight is very fitting of me, a field goal to make it 10-3. to Great. Fabulous, wonderful. I mean, I, I would have thought you would have played the game-winning touchdown, Scott. I'm coming on the show. Get excited. <laughs> McKinnon is in at running back. First down and goal to go. Play action fake. Right side throw. Touchdown! Kansas City! McCall Hardman! McCall Hardman with the catch on the right side! A three-yard touchdown pass in overtime! Ah, what a great time to live in this town. Let's go to the hotline now and bring in Bob Fesco from 610 Sports. Fesco in the morning. Hello, Bob. Hey, heck of an intro right there. The (laughs) final play of the game. The Chiefs win back-to-back championships. It is so good. You dictate the the excellency, not the excellency, the quality of your guests by the highlight play. Bob Fesco, three points that makes it 10 to 3. <laughs> Perfect, Scott. It really is. Like, <laughs> I'm just like, Chiefs if I was board. a highlight in that game, I am a field goal to cut it to 10 to 3. And Perfect. the Chiefs are on the board. Let's go to Bob Fesco from 610 Sports. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it is absolutely wonderful. I love you, my friend. How you doing? You good? Oh, it, man. Uh, I mean, so... You, you said Kansas City exciting and all that, and, and I'm going to tell the story on my show tomorrow, so I'm going to give you a little sneak preview of this. I talked to an 87-year-old man at the J today as I was getting ready for my, uh, for my post-show workout, and he kind of had like these tears in his eyes, and he goes, I never thought I'd see this. This is, this is unbelievable. He goes, I remember one time I was in high school, and I was playing a football championship game. Uh, against one of the Catholic schools in town, and we lost. So that was the closest I ever got to a parade. And now here we are with three in the last five years. He goes, this used to be a cow town. This is unbelievable. And to, to get that perspective from a dude who's 87 years old who mm. just killed his workout upstairs, puts it into perspective what we're living in right now. Because I still think, you know, as much as we're winning, some people take this for granted, and this is not to be taken for granted. 100%. 100%. That's what I'm, I'm, I'm drilling into my kids, too, is – that don't take this for granted. Just like Scott said earlier, take keep a journal of this. Get a journal. Yep. Um, because this window will, I mean, you know, you hope that our, our team maintains the same level of excellence, even as the superstars we have now move on someday. But um, this is really something special. 
You know, it, it is. And, and, you know, and I learned it from my dad, you know, back in 1986, and we were watching the Giants as I was growing up in New Jersey. He always used to say to me, you know, during that season, don't take this for granted. It doesn't happen every year. And I looked at it like, whatever, old man. Like, you don't know what you're talking about, right? Because I'm eight and I know everything. <laughs> and, and he was right. It was like the best sports advice ever. Because if, if you start, like, acting like this is normal and start taking this for granted and don't appreciate it every day, before you know it, you're going to wake up and, you know, you're going to have, like, you know, Savvy Pascatelli playing quarterback for you or whatever that guy's name was. So <laughs> it, just, it just gets to the point where you've got to embrace this, enjoy every game. You know, and, and enjoy the wins. Bill Self told me one time, he goes, I spend too much time fretting over the losses and I don't enjoy the wins enough. And I'm like, you got to. You've got to enjoy these wins. I remember when the Royals won the World Series. I'm standing in the dugout at 2.30 in the morning with Dayton Moore after they won. And I was like, do you understand what you just accomplished? He's like, not really. I'm like, God, you guys got to enjoy these wins. These guys spend so much time working and, and trying to strive for success, and then they don't enjoy the successes. So I hope all the fans are enjoying it. Yeah, this. that's why it's so great about the parade. And I'll admit, the last couple of years that we had these parades, you know, it's a, it's a big logistical nightmare to get down there, and you're kind of like, oh, man, is this going to be worth the effort? And then I never regretted it. You get down there, and you just get lost with all your fellow, uh, you know, citizens of Kansas City, and the, and the bus goes by, and you see these these guys on the top of the bus, and you just get kind of like just mixed up in it. And um, it, it was it was always worth the effort. So for anyone who hasn't been to one of these parades, you know, if it seems like it's going to be kind of a big deal and a logistical nightmare for you, just do it. It, it you won't regret it. You'll make an amazing yeah. memory. Yeah, and, and the other thing is, too, like, you know, I, I guess all the schools are starting to cancel right now, but if your district hasn't canceled and you want to take your kid, call them in sick. They're going to have more of an experience for life than they're going to learn in the classroom that day anyway because nobody's going to be there. Absolutely, and I'm, one, and I'm with you on that, and I'm the first person to say, hey, you need to go to school. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I usually am, too, but, yeah. but I've realized since post-COVID, like, life experiences matter more than anything. Amen. Absolutely. Uh, Bob, Bob, there's no question that we're now living in, in a time where we have a Chiefs dynasty how long do you predict that this is going to last? Well, as long as Patrick Mahomes is here. I mean, and, and that's really what it's about. I know Andy Reid's probably going to go another five years, all these these rumors that Mike Florio, pro, pro football talk, and the rest of the trolls out there have been trying to start. We've been telling people for about a month now, I expect Andy Reid to sign an extension and probably be here for another five years. And so I, I would hope in the next five years, maybe they win two more together, you know? And, and, and is that being greedy? I don't know. I would say five in the next five is being greedy. But if they can win two more in the next five years, they can three-peat this thing. I mean, it, it, it's going to be one of those where nobody can touch them. If they win the Super Bowl a year from today, you know, when when Super Bowl 59 is in New Orleans, whatever date that is, if they win that thing and win three straight and three-peat and become the first team in NFL history to do it, they'll be looked at as the greatest team in NFL history. And I, I think they're trending that way anyway because they do have the best quarterback-coach combination that has ever lived. And I know people would want to argue Bill Belichick on that. But he's a defensive guy. Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes literally are tied at the hip. They share a brain, and they do everything together. And so when you have that kind of relationship with your head coach and, and quarterback, you know they, they can work so well together. The sky's the limit. There, there's going to be pieces that change. Chris Jones may sign somewhere else where this offseason as a free agent. Legereus Sneed may do that. But we also have a Hall of Fame general manager in Brett Veach, and, and, and this guy is drafted circles around the rest of the National Football League and making people look stupid on a daily basis. You just mentioned the draft. What is the Chiefs' biggest need going into the draft? 
Yeah, I think it's, it's either going to be offensive tackle or wide receiver. I, I still think they need to upgrade at that left tackle position. I, I think also, too, the wide receiver spot is going to be one that everybody wants to talk about. But, I mean, Rasheed Rice really stepped it up and played well Absolutely. this year. But they still need to add more, you know, at that position. But they're in a spot now where at number 32, you don't, you don't, you don't really have a true need that you have to go and, and take somebody who's not a good fit for your team. The Chiefs have always done a really good job of just taking, you know, the best available player at that spot. And when you pick 32, it's like you're picking in the second round anyway there's usually 15 to 18 true first round talents and so you know we'll, we'll see what they do but I, I think it's wide open I think you can go offensive line I think you can go wide receiver I think you could probably depending on what happens with Chris Jones maybe you need a you know a new defensive tackle uh, yeah. you know in, in, with, with that first pick so uh, the sky's the limit right now and if Brett Veach wants to draft you know Scott Parks at number 32 I'm gonna I'm gonna champion <laughs> that pick Amen. because Brett Veach everything he touches turns to gold I will, I mean, sign, I will sign that contract Bob do you think I'm we're sure I would too Bob, do you think we're in the Belichick-Brady era where now, regardless, as long as those two people are there, it doesn't matter who the supporting cast is, we'll figure out some way to make it work? Yeah, absolutely. I think I think that's really where we are right now. And, and I think we show that. I mean, look, they traded the franchise's best wide receiver of all time yep. two years ago. And one of those picks they got back in return, they got Trent McDuffie, who's going to be a Hall of Famer himself, and they've won two Super Bowls. So I, I, I think, you know, as, as long as Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes, and to an extent Travis Kelsey, you know, kind of the, that core three kind of remain intact. I'd love to keep Chris Jones, but he's got goofballs for agents, and they may see big dollars in Carolina. I think that's the right move to go take a lot of money and become an irrelevant human, but that's fine, whatever. Um, but, <laughs> but I think as long as you've got, you know, Andy Reid and, and, and Patrick Mahomes and, and Brett Beach, you know, with, with the picks and Steve Spagnolo as the defensive coordinator who's a Hall of Famer now and Matt Nagy as their offensive coordinator, like, this thing is humming right now, man. Speaking of new contracts, does Brock Purdy even step on a field without a new contract next season? Well, I was listening to our sister station in San Francisco when I got off the air this morning just to hear their tears, and they're on there going, I don't even know if we should extend Brock Purdy right now. I don't even know if he's the answer to that question. And I, I say this, look, th- th- there's only one Patrick Mahomes. Everybody's like, oh, we got to find the new Patrick Mahomes. You're going to spend 100 years in the desert looking for water because that ain't happening. So you've got to try to find a, a quarterback that you think can lead your team. And it, it, is Brock Purdy the next Patrick Mahomes? No, nobody's the next Patrick Mahomes. But do you think Brock Purdy's good enough to win you a Super Bowl? I, I thought he played pretty good yesterday. I mean, the, the Chiefs did a great job of eliminating Christian McCaffrey, who had his lowest yards per carry since he's been a San Francisco 49er against this Chiefs defense. And so, you know, I, I thought Brock Purdy was just fine. But I, I think people get in the wrong mindset if they got to find the next Patrick Mahomes and they spend 10 years looking for a 10 when they've got an 8 right there that would have been just good enough to get you to this level every single year. Now, you got to play great in the, in the Super Bowl to win the Super Bowl, and Mahomes seemingly does that. But these are rare, 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 rare talents. Like Tom Brady, Patrick Mahomes, guys like that, come on now. You're out there looking for that next guy. You're wasting all your time, and you're probably passing up some pretty good quarterbacks. Incredible stat from last night, George Kittle, two receptions, four yards. Shut down. Yeah, I mean, good Lord. Taylor Swift got more time than he did, right? I mean, and I'm sure Tony Dungy was ticked about that, but – George Kittle, I mean, that's a tribute to, to the defense of, of the Chiefs and the way that they go out there and play, right? Like, they're, they're just unbelievable. They know how to take away the best players. They didn't really take away Christian McCaffrey, but they limited them, and that's all you can hope for. The George Kittle, they took away him, and, like, Debo Samuel and, and Brandon Ayuk, I think the three of them combined had, like, eight catches for 84 yards in a game that was five quarters long. So, mm. I mean, th- this Chiefs defense is why they won the football game and why they're Super Bowl champions again. Bob Fesco from Fesco in the Morning on our sister station. 
Station 610 Sports. Thank you for your time and all of your knowledge. We do appreciate it. And uh, have a wonderful evening. Tell, the, tell your wife I said hello. I, I will do that, Scott. She's sitting right here, and she sends her love to you. Thank you. Love you, uh, love you yeah. too, Jen. Be good. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> All right, be good, both. Uh, George Guastella, the CEO of Union Station, where this parade on Wednesday will end, joins us next in studio in just a moment here on Dana and Parks. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.